At University of Virginia Health System, we're for sharing the latest health information from top minds to keep you and your family healthy. With UVA Health System Radio, here's Melanie Cole. Between 60 and 80% of people will experience low back pain at some point in their lives. Sometimes called a slipped or ruptured disc, a herniated disc most often occurs in your lower back, and it's one of the most common causes of low back pain. My guest today is Dr. Hamid Hassanzada. He's a fellowship-trained spine surgeon whose specialties include minimally invasive spine surgery, complex spinal deformities, and herniated discs at UVA Health System. Welcome to the show, Dr. Hassanzada. Tell us what is a herniated disc. People hear this term, and they're not even sure what that means. Good morning. Uh, thanks for having me. So our um, discs are built up the outer two portion, the outer portion and the inner portion. When we get older, the outer portion ages a little bit faster. What happens, you get small tears into the outer portion, and part of the uh, inner portion could come into the canal and pinch our nerves. That's create usually back pain and leg pain and so on. So when the spine and the discs, how are they designed and are they supposed to be moving around like that? Absolutely. So they're cushioned for our and part of the mobility of our spine. You're able to move our um, um, back and neck because of the part of them because of the joints and part of them because of the discs. Discs are there taking the pressure when we jump and when we sit and that's why they're more um, um, prone to injuries and more prone to uh, herniations or um, the rupture. And that's why they're one of the first things would cause a back problem when we get older. So let's talk about what causes it first, then we'll get into some symptoms. What are some causes? How does somebody herniate a disc? One of the biggest part is genetic. Like everything else, our genes basically uh, uh, um, predispose us to uh, better quality or lesser quality of disc. People have a um, family history of disc herniation, disc problem. They tend to have more problems when they become older than those patients who do not have a family history. The other activities are um, bending forward, increase the pressure. If people try to lift something, it's a very common scenario that someone said, I try to lift it box, a heavy box, and I felt the sharp pain in my back. It's a very common scenario. What happens when we bend forward is the highest pressure in the disc, and we add some weight into that that increase the pressure in the disc and create tear and create a herniation. So activity and genetics, and some of them are overused, could cause this um, disc disease. Is a herniated disc the same as a bulging disc? Not Quite. A herniated disc means where a portion of the disc um, came into the canal and impinged some part of the nerve. The nerve um, basically, herniation means part of the disc really tears out, outside the disc and comes into the canal. A bulging disc could be absolutely normal. When we get older, we lose some of the fluid and some of the height of our disc, and the disc doesn't look quite juicy and it looks a little bit like a flat tire, and that's uh, appearance of flat tire called a bulging disc. could be absolutely asymptomatic, and a lot of people have it without knowing. 
So what are some symptoms that people experience? Because people have low back pain from a myriad of reasons, their mattress, or as you say, they just reach something wrong or lift something improperly. What are some symptoms that this is actually an issue? So back pain per se is a multifactorial problem. It could be a structural, a bony structure, it could be a disc or muscle or all combined could cause back pain. A disc herniation at the very typical, um, especially in the lumbar spine, a disc herniation can also go to your neck and a, and a thoracic spine, but the lumbar disc herniation, which is most common, as you said, initially, um, most common problem and most common area that occurs. The lumbar disc herniation, the typical story is that they did something and it felt a sharp pain initially, and then that's the pain migrates or radiates down the lower extremity. That's a very common um, description of a, a, a disc herniation symptom. So if someone has that pain going down their leg and they say, oh, I've got sciatica, then what do you do for them? Give us up some of your first lines of defense, Dr. Hassan Zada, with some non-surgical treatments, things you can try at the beginning, and then we'll see if it needs to have surgery. Absolutely. The majority of uh, people who have a disc herniation will not be surgery. So what happens with this, our body has some healing potential. We absorb the herniated disc and makes it better. The time usually plays a rule into that. Um, but we could help uh, the symptomatic um, treatment, which could include injection. Third injection will decrease the inflammation around the nerves and um, alleviate the pain significantly. Uh, we uh, tend to go after injection once the pain is better controlled. We tend to send the patient for physical therapy to increase the core muscles. The very important component of the entire stability of the spine and will prevent further damage or further degeneration of the disc. So. Usually, if someone comes to me with a disc, acute disc herniation, then my, the, the path we send the patient before we get even advanced imaging, we don't have any neurological deficits, we send them for an injection, epidural steroid injection, followed by physical therapy. And we wait to see how they do. If the patient is resistant to um, non-operative management, which, which includes at least minimal six weeks of non-operative management, sometimes even up to three months, then a surgical um, indication were given. But like I said, the majority of patients will do well without surgery. How often are you willing to give an epidural steroid injection? Some people want to come in for them every couple of months or every six months. How often can somebody get one of those before it's enough? So in my practice, I do not like to have more than three injections, epidural steroid injections per year. So if it's um, a pre-injection that uh, failed to improve the symptoms, then we have to change our management plan, our management strategy. Now let's talk about prevention. Is there a way to prevent herniated discs and general back problems? What do you tell people, Dr. Hassanzada? So a, core, a strong core muscle will, could prevent a lot of back issues. If the muscles are very strong, the core muscle includes the abdominal muscles, the back muscles, the thigh muscles, the chest muscles. They're all part of the core muscle. A very strong core muscle could prevent disc herniation, disc degeneration, and all other type of um, cause of back pain. So my biggest um, 
um, recommendation to prevent back pain and um, disc disease is to keep the core muscles strong and stay active. So doing regular bits of exercise, and, and you mentioned at the beginning, in just the last few minutes here, you mentioned at the beginning some movements that people do. So learning proper lifting techniques, because it, in my practice, Dr. Hassanzada, I've seen people lift a weight and then they turn to set it down somewhere, and right then and there you can see the pain. What do you tell uh, people about these proper lifting techniques so that they don't do that sort of thing? Absolutely. So this is the exact scenario you described, the very common scenario is that lifting and turning on creates an increased pressure and a shear force, which is too ba- a bad combination which could cause the, uh, a tear in the outer portion. So usually uh, we, I try to tell my patient to not lift from a bending position, try to go kneel and lift a heavy object. And Twisting usually with bending um, position is not a um, great um, exercise for back. It could create inflammation. It could create tears and so on. I think overall, if they work on their core muscles, stay active and do some activity modification, which also include a prolonged sitting, by the way. When we sit down, this is the time where the pressure is the highest now at disc. So avoiding prolonged sitting, changing position standing for a few minutes and doing some general modification will really prevent a lot of um, trouble for our back. And why should patients come to UVA Spine Center for their care? So we have a phenomenal team of a multi-disciplinary approach. We have a a great pain management system, a great interventional system where we get patients could receive their injection. We have a um, a broad spectrum of experts, including the first um, spine surgeon and a neurologist and uh, interventionalist that could help the patient to get everything in one place in a world class. Thank you so much for being with us today. You're listening to UVA Health Systems Radio. For more information, you can go to uvahealth.com. That's uvahealth.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.